what's really good with you i'm johan francis and this right here is my show ego killer it's great to have you back it's good to be back doing the long form version of this show ego killer what i used to say is inside the gym flow for when you're outside doing your thing getting after it in life and it's on the heels of that that i want to talk to you guys today so between the last time that I did one of these longer form ego killers and right now, I hope that you guys are doing extraordinary, doing extra big inside your life, killing all of the ego driven behaviors that have held you back inside your daily. All right. And that you become kind of a newly goal oriented person because of it. Same you, new goals. That's what I want. Outside in life matters way more than when you're inside the gym. Inside the gym is our Petri dish. It's our long couch where we come in, right? I've said it before. I'll say it last week. As a matter of fact, I'll say it again. The gym is where you can cry. You could fart. You could cuss. You could bleed. You could sweat profusely. And ain't no one going to look at you cross-eyed. Because out there in the real world outside the gym, you're buttoned up. You're tight. You're professional. You're put together. In the gym, you're all those things plus plus excited, plus exuberant, plus maybe a little down, plus getting after it. This is where you really get to experiment with your truest form. We bend and conform so often because our job and professional mandates order us to do that way. They command that we do that way. They mandate that we do that way. And so when we get into the job site, we're often a version of ourselves that easily puts on the mask. Well, the gym is the first time you get to rip that thing off, which is why I love to see how fired up you guys are when you get into the gym, spending an hour, two hours, three hours, doing the thing that you want to do and working really hard, pushing your limits and seeing what your limits are for the day and seeing how you react past the point of external comforts under the auspices of ain't no one else but you, your peers, and maybe a great coach. That's what we love. And it's outside the gym that actually really matters because you're in here and doing that extra set because you want to go out there and do your thing. You want to be a better husband, wife. You want to be a better friend, cousin. You want to be a better coach, leader, teammate. And, well, the mindset. The mindset's forged next to the iron, right, behind the rubber. And that's what we do here. But, look, if you're spending all of that time killing ego in the gym and none of it on the outside, I kind of feel bad for you. So really you should be spending most of your ego killing behavior changing mindset shifting habits outside the gym and that's where I want to focus more and that's why um, I think that I've changed directions on what we're going to talk about in the show. We're never going to ignore the nutrition and the fitness but we're going to add in the outside component which is I mean infinitely more I mean how many hours are you inside the gym few quality ones but you're taking the mindset outside. Let's start today by talking about how open you are to learning new things in general. So when I was thinking about this topic, I was thinking about how many times I have had to rehash some instructions with you about your weight loss, right? About doing certain technical moves, where to put your elbows on a front squat, all these little didactic technical things that I've talked to you guys over the years about and how well received. Can my communication be better? Could your listening skills be better? You're going to come into it with a certain type of listening. I'm going to come into it with a certain type of listening and talking. 
you know, and you know, it's up to me to speak your language. If I'm coaching you, it's up to a good coach to speak your language and you to respond with good listening skills. So I want to ask you, how open of a person are you? Are you super open? You're welcoming every new idea? Are you like one of, we all have a friend or a family member that we know that the minute you bring some kind of new stuff up to them, some of that brand new, they look at you super funny, right? If you ask them if they've seen the new, you know, Hulu series about, you know, um, or, or for me, I know for me, like, let, let me, let me make myself an example. You come to me asking if I've seen the newest mainstream movie, I'm going to probably say, no, (laughs) miss me, miss me with that. Because not that I'm like, because I tend to be low on the openness scale when it comes to mainstream movies. This is something that I'm working on. I'm a person that really values not focusing on the mainstream production of things. Whether that's good or bad, maybe I'm missing out. But that's just how I am. I'm lower on the openness scale when it comes to mainstream movies. In general, I tend to be higher on a scale of openness, right? But I find for me personally, too, when instructions about my fitness become brushed up against my personal sense of ego, that's where I kind of tune out. However, over the course of my life, I've been told by football coaches a long time ago that I was a really coachable dude. So I'd like to think I'm more high on the openness scale. All right. That's my example. What about you? What about you? Do you have friends that want to take you to new restaurants every month? And you're like, sis, bro, what are you doing? I don't want to eat this. What part of the animal did this come out of? They don't eat this in my country of origin. Are you lower on the openness scale? So let's talk about it. One of the big five traits, core personality traits, is openness. Now, the other four are, you can look these up. They're literally, the nomenclature is big five core personality traits. It's neuroticism. It's agreeability. It's other really kind of archaic sounding you know, old school psychology, golden age psychology type stuff where I feel like they only did a sample of a certain subsect of the population, forgetting that there are like millions of diverse people out here in America. Like they took like a certain sample and tested all this stuff out on. So I don't put too much stock in it. But what I did find when I was looking over the notion of openness, right, is everybody has a measure of it. And I kind of agree with that. Everybody, like there are people who are less open, but very few, if any, that I've ever met that are just not. Like they won't ever be persuaded to do anything new, right? If you meet that person, run. Anyway, here's the deal. Here's the deal about your openness. More open, you're more creative. More open, you're, you're more creative. You're more willing to listen to ideas. You're more willing to adopt new training modalities. You're someone that is really good at doing um, heavy hex uh, deadlifts, and you're doing plates on plates for deadlifts. You're really high on that openness scale, and I ask you to jump on the reformer to do some lengthening and mobility. You're about it, right? Lower on the openness scale, you're going to be like, what is this old-timey shit? For example, 
I used to know in high school, I remember, like, there was always this kind of meta debate about whether baseball players and pitchers should lift weights at all. Back then, it was, like, never that, right? Even in this today's, even in today, where, like, some boxers are like, no, 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 you don't lift weights. And, of course, it's like, no, you actually, you actually should. You actually, you actually do lift weights. Like, that's what you're supposed to do if you're trying to get that up. So, someone on a low openness scale is going to take probably the more old school stance. All right. Now, there is a reason that I want you guys to assess how open you are. Because if you're lower on that openness scale, and you're lower, say, in the aspect or mindset of creativity as it pertains to your workout, as it pertains outdoors in life, making new friends, forming a bigger social circle, um, uh, how afraid of you are failing, at, at new tasks that you're given at work, right? For example, all of those things, how, how apt are you to rise in the professional ladder for yourself? These are kind of adjacent to the idea of openness, all right? Now, along that line, correlated to that is like how willing are you to learn? Like how willing are you to just put aside all of those mental blocks all of that ego that your, your, your ego is like donkey kong just throwing them barrels right throwing them barrels down those steps and mario your mario jumps aren't working your ego's throwing all the barrels right all those barrels are your fear of failure your those barrels are your inability to be adaptable you want to be really rigid in the face of new challenges and your mario is <laughs> your ego killing self trying to jump over them hurdles them barrels right how open are you? And if you're not open, how hard is it for you to learn new stuff, new workouts, new drills? How hard is it for you to access new patterns of movement inside the gym? And what drives it? All right, so now that you know how open you might be, let me know too. Like, comment on this. Go to the YouTube and comment on another video that I've dropped and assess that. Let me know, like, Yo, I'm really, really open to stuff. And inside the gym, if a coach asks me to lift heavier, I'm like, sure, let's do that right now. Because I know it's going to lead to something good. How do you learn? How do you learn? Are you a visual learner? Are you open auditory? Right? Do you need things demoed? Is it a combination of two? Once you learn, how quickly are you to apply the new workouts, right? If I ask you to apply some habit changes in your life, noticing that your metabolism has slowed down because your diet has prevented you from getting weightlifting gains inside the gym as much as you used to be, right? If me, a coach like me, a friend or family member steps to you and says, I've noticed your eating pattern has shifted so much that maybe it's preventing you from getting more gains. Not eating enough protein. It looks like you're losing a lot of muscle mass. Drinking too many energy drinks. You're really hyper, right, all the time. It's preventing you from actually focusing on a single thought. If someone stepped to you and said those things, would you take it as disrespect, right? Are you now on site with this person? Are you upset? Because that all really does matter. There have been time and time again over the years where I've been asking people to change what they do with their eating pattern, with their weight loss plans. It is probably the hardest roadblock to losing weight. 
you have to pivot constantly when you're losing weight. All right. Now, that's not day one stuff. That's like day 10 stuff, day 110 stuff. But if you're trying to lose weight, you need to pivot. You'll need to adjust your metabolism. If you're not really a great listener or responder, you are going to gain your weight back. Or at the very least, you might maintain a lower weight with the threat of it all relapsing back. I want you guys to think about that. How you receive information the best, right? That habit change information. If somebody tells you that you're on a team with people and like they're like, yo, I really try to share my, my thoughts, right? Me and the team, we're trying to share them thoughts with you, right? About your presentation and you really just shut us down right quick. Now, is there a reason why you do that? Think about it. Let me know what that is too, all right? Now we're going to address why. It's a fear of failure for one. Number one is you fear failing. You're going to throw up. You're going to throw those Donkey Kongs, right? You're going to throw those barrels down the steps, right? You're going to create every type of inhibition possible. It's amazing what you're capable of doing to get yourself out of a situation if you don't want to be there. It's amazing. It is amazing. It is called fight or flight for a reason because if you see a baby, and this might get a little grim, brace but if you see a small baby locked inside of a car right and you just got done failing to do 12 push-ups you look in that car and you see that baby struggling right what happens to your body innately you summon strength the strength of hercules and all of a sudden you're able to smash open one of these doors or you're able to summon the resourcefulness, you know what I'm saying, to pry open one of these car doors, to smash it open with brute. The point is you're able to summon a will and an intellect that you didn't know was even accessible when pressed to do so. The same thing happens on the other end. If you're so frightened by the prospect of a situation, what often happens is you will react to get the fuck out of that situation no matter how it's going to play out. It's remarkable. It's remarkable, my friends, how unbelievably resourceful we humans get when we're trying to get out of a situation. A fear of failure will spawn that. Not being very adaptable, being too rigid, right? Being unavailable to the process of change. There's nothing really I'm going to offer about this other than to just think about the fact that the universe is constantly expanding and the order of the earth is to go from what it is now to something more chaotic. So it's natural not to stay the same. Order is unnatural, right? Order is unnatural, right? And so change has to be, okay, change is natural. As a result, you have to be aware, attuned, and kind of just rock with the punches, roll with them sometimes. So look, the way that we think about our inhibition to learn, we have to think about ways to solve it. I'm going to get you guys into a growth mindset. First off, thinking about affirmations. Affirmations. Affirmations, like, I always think of affirmations when I watch, like, Floyd Mayweather boxing. 
right? Remember when he used to box? He was in the gym all the time and he was boxing. And one of the things he used to yell out at the end of his sessions was hard work. Everyone used to yell dedication, right? It's hard work, dedication. I've heard, you know, I had a homie that used to say the same thing in the gym when I used to train with him. I've seen teams that say that to each other too. Those are affirmations. That is reaffirming the positive aspects of who you are, what you are as a person and or as a team. In not just in the face of negativity, but in order to kind of cement your identity. Basically, when someone tries to dunk on you, belittle you, malign you, or take from you, you don't let them. You're positive in your mindset, right? About who you are and what it is you want to accomplish. Practice affirmations because they're going to help you get into a growth mindset. Being in a growth mindset, one of the other things that I like to practice and that you guys should too, is think about saying yes to a whole lot of stuff you'd normally not really say yes to. I think I've said it before. There were times in my life where any type of idea that I had about expanding my business and venturing out on whether it was taking um, taking competitions and, and, and anything else in life, right? All the many things that come at us. The ego tells us, nah, you got to be safe right here. Well, I was always, uh, to be in a growth mindset, I would just say yes. Yes to everything, right? Oh, it's been a long time since you've seen that family member since they moved across this, the uh, country. You're going to call them and then go see them this year? Yes. Oh, but that requires a passport. Da, da, da. No. The answer inside your mind is yes. That's it. Move on, right? I've been driving around the same bucket for a really long time. Maybe it's time to check in and see if I could afford something new. Yes. The answer is yes. What you start to notice is that you aggrandize into a growth mindset. Getting into a growth mindset is going to be where you start leaning on yourself to achieve. You're going to stop being prey to the idea that your learning inhibition is kicking in. It doesn't matter how high or low you are on the openness scale, right? And that you're not a great learner because you have all of these other kind of ego-driven mentalities temporarily. No, 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 no. You can get out of the way of that behavior of being stubborn to learn. You can tell, coach your ego to chill in moments where you need to make quality decisions. And so even if you are lower on the openness scale, you're not very open, you can still learn. I think they call this old dog new tricks, all right, whatever that might be. I think that is some something akin to it. But look, let me know how it goes for you guys. Try that out. Leave comments right there on the YouTube. Check out that YouTube. Go to the website. Try a workout. I do them weekly. But more importantly, you guys, stay all the way up.